All right. Hey, welcome to the Timmy Ricks podcast, Life in the Meantime. Uh, yesterday was day two of the 30 Days of Excellence Challenge, and I'm just kind of putting myself under my brother's doing it. And um, yesterday went great. Had a great day. Uh, did some work downtown at Eote Coffee Shop. If you haven't been there, it is sweet. Uh, you should definitely check it out. Um Getting some cool messages from some friends, just encouraging things, saying, hey, keep it up, keep going for it. So thank you. I appreciate that. One friend of mine, um, I posted about him uh, uh, about a month ago, I think, maybe a few weeks ago, but Rick Van Word, I hope I'm saying your name right, buddy, but uh, he lives in the Netherlands, and that's kind of the cool part, the power of social media and stuff. You can get connected with people all over the world, and uh, he just sent me some really encouraging messages. words this morning. And so thank you for that, man. And I just wanted to shout you out. He's awesome. He's got a window cleaning business. And so there's a lot we're learning from him, uh, even on that end. But uh, anyway, yeah, yesterday was good and uh, had a fun day. This morning was a little weird. So like I woke up at four o'clock and, uh, you know, what you do when you wake up, I'd go to the bathroom. But I in the morning, let me know if anyone else kind of ever deals with this, but in the morning, my sinuses are always messed up and it's just really the morning for the most part. Uh, I don't know if it's allergies or what, but man, that, uh, my nose, I just had to sneeze and it was running. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get up. And, uh, so I've been up since four o'clock today. That is, I'm not bragging. I did not want to be up that early. Um, so I'm sure at some point today it will hit me. Um, like I said in my video, I, a vlog that I did this morning. Um, I have some cool stuff happening today, meetings with some one-on-ones with people in our church. I'm working on building, helping build kind of our online team um, for just engaging and having conversations with people during church, during the live stream services, but just in general, eventually, um, even on social media, being connected. And, um, you know, our world right now, especially in the last few months, you know, it's so online and there's all types of different stuff out there. You know that, I'm sure. All you have to do is hop on your Facebook and you can see somebody's Aunt Betty uh, sharing something negative or whatever. So we believe that as a church um, and just as people, let's put positive, uplifting, um, good news stuff online and reaching people that way. So um, that is... What we're working on at the church, what I'm currently working on today, I'm also going to go and do a little bit of um, behind-the-scenes look at our sanctuary renewal. Uh, at our church, we are renewing the sanctuary and um, getting it. It's just It was built in 1969, which is awesome. There's just a lot of things that needed to get fixed up there. And um, so I'm going to go today. There's like a 30-foot scaffolding, maybe higher. I don't know. Uh, the room's so tall. And I'm going to climb up there shoot some videos so check it out make sure you watch uh the vlog i'll post tonight or tomorrow morning and uh, you'll see some behind the scenes footage of that yesterday i mentioned the idea of kind of i just want part of my 30 days of excellence it's not so much like all these different things that i have to do perfect it's just what are things i can do um as an alternative to what I usually do. So instead of complaining or whining about anything, like whatever it might be, uh, I want to be positive and um, encouraging about it and not complaining. So um, from that, I... uh, talked about the idea, the difference between the coach and critic. I I just mentioned that real quick. And so today I want to spend a little bit of time on that. You know, I've never been inspired by someone who's always complaining or criticizing 
somebody else or a situation or whatever, right? Like you're never like when someone comes in and they're like, oh my gosh, like traffic was terrible. I don't want to go to this meeting. John is always bothering me. I'm never like, oh my gosh, you are jacking me up. I am ready to go, right? No, usually it's it's contagious both ways. That's what my mother-in-law and I were talking about. Uh, negativity is contagious, but so is positivity. You know, when you are someone who is excited, energized, you walk into a room like that's going to wear on some other people and they're going to begin to be positive and encouraging and uh, full of energy too. So they go both ways. So being a coach rather than being a critic, I think that we have multiple times in our day or in our week where we get to get to decide which person that we want to be. So here's a quick story for you. Um, I played college football for three years. When I say play, uh, let me kind of rephrase that. Uh, I was on the team and I practice, right? But uh, if I wasn't a scout team quarterback and receiver and the rest of the scout team didn't exist, then our strong defense that first year I was there, uh, wouldn't have led us to a conference championship. That's the way I see it. But uh, anyway, one day we were doing a, a foot drill and I could not figure it out. I was just totally stuck on it. And one of our coaches came over to me, Coach Juan, and uh, he just starts taking the time right, to show me how to do it. He's explaining it. He's, he's pointing out here's what you're doing wrong and here's how you can do it the right way. And, uh, he, he tells me, okay, now it's your turn. Give it a try. And so I did it. And the first try after he came over and spent a few minutes, showing me how to do it. I nailed it. I got it right. And in that moment, he just looked at me and he was like, man, you're so coachable. And of course, in that moment, I'm like, yeah, that's right. I am. What else you want me to do coach? Like it was kind of a badge of honor for me. And then I started thinking about it. And I was like later on in my life, because it was a, you know, kind of monumental moment. And even that idea of like, yeah, I want to be somebody who's coachable. But then I started thinking about it and I was like, you know what? You know why it was so easy for me to be coachable in that moment? Because he was a great coach. He didn't holler at me from across the room saying, Riggs, you're doing it wrong. He didn't make me go run. He didn't make me sit out, whatever. He didn't make me feel stupid. He just pointed out what I was doing wrong in a gentle, kind way. And then he showed me the right way to do it. He was patient, both in explaining and demonstrating how I should do the drill. And uh, like I said, he didn't punish me for not getting it right. So my ability to be coachable was really on his ability to be a great coach. I think, you know, I can't help but just think that that's how Jesus is. That's his way of life. And, you know, we are disciples. Let me break that down. We're just apprentices. We're, we're like people, like if I apprenticed with an electrician, I am going to follow him and learn from him in all the ways that he works with electricity. And in that process, I'm going to learn to do things like him. And I might even take on certain characteristics of him, right? Like the way that he talks or the way that he moves around wires, whatever, you know, all those things, uh, his favorite lunch spot. I'm going to take some of those things on the way he wears his tool belt. I don't know, but that's kind of what it's like when we follow Jesus. It's not so much of, well, let me just try harder. No, it's let me look at the character and the life of who Jesus is. And let me take on those characteristics. 
Jesus was a great coach. He was full of grace and truth. And I love the concept of that. It's not like he was 50% of truth and 50% of grace. He was full of both grace and truth, 100% grace and 100% truth. He can gently correct. He would gently correct, but also lead with grace and never give up on the person. Um, I think about the lady, the interaction he had with the lady caught in adultery. In that moment, you know, the Pharisees, these guys are so proud that they caught her and they're about to literally stone her and Jesus steps in, stoops down. We don't know what he writes on the ground, but you know how it goes. He just says, hey, you without sin cast the first stone. You're so quick to be a critic. Maybe there's another way around this. And so Jesus then lends to her and says, hey, woman, you, you know, continue to move on with your life. Don't sin anymore. And he just kind of coaches her, right? Spends time with her. He's her advocate and he's quick to guide her towards a new kind of life. And so I think for us, when you hear the word coach, we might just quickly think about athletic arenas, sports teams, whatever, uh, life coach, right? But I think that it really fits into any atmosphere that we're in, whether you're a teacher, pastor, parent, literally any relationship you're in, when you're in the office, and just point blank, any interaction you have with another human being, uh, you have the opportunity to either be coach, a good coach, or to be a critic. And I would much rather spend my life trying to be a good coach. Like I, like I said, I don't even feel energized or empowered when I'm criticizing somebody else. It, it might feel good for a second. It's kind of like eating kind of cotton candy, you know? It might taste sweet for a moment, but then you're going to have a stomach ache later, and you're going to instantly have some cavity. So what would it be like if we all just stepped back in the morning and said, you know what, I want to take up the posture of a coach instead of being a critic? Can you imagine how excited people would be when they see us walk? into a room. This idea of, man, I'm excited that Timmy's in the room today. He, he never puts me down. He's not criticizing what I do. He may point out some ways that I could do it differently, but it's always kind. It's always gentle. I, I want to be like that. And, and I can only imagine, you know, the truth is my life as well is going to feel a lot less stressed out, you know? So I just think that's something for us to put some thoughts in. And uh, I'm, I've never gotten happier dwelling on my frustrations or just nitpicking others, right? Instead, I feel fully encouraged after others kind of maybe help me with something or I do the same for them. I want to find the good. I want to be an encourager and I want to just be a good coach in all circumstances of life. So that's that. In the meantime, we get to practice being someone who looks for the best can teach well along the way. And uh, I think not only is it going to make others happier when they're around you, I truly think that it's going to make you happy. And ultimately, this is a principle of becoming more like Jesus. He was a great coach. And those are definitely the footsteps I want to follow. All right, guys. Well, thank you. This is day three of kind of, I'm trying to do 30 podcasts in a row. And uh, eventually, um, I've got a few friends that I think I want to interview that just have some uh, great things that they're working on and then great teachings and stuff that they have. And so I will let you know. Um, like I said, I'm trying to do stuff across the board. So you can check out my YouTube um, where I'm just kind of trying to post some fun things that I'm doing throughout the day, uh, trying to keep some of the more mundane things out of it so it's not too boring. And uh, then you can just check out my stuff on Instagram. I'm sharing some clips of my podcast and things like that. But anyway, hopefully uh, this was valuable for you. And I hope that 
today, you can begin the journey in the meantime to become a great coach. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later.